for me uh, i have always treated the companies that i have worked for is there was there was a lot of passion and a lot of uh, you know uh, ownership that i had done in the past as well so i think i am just extending that here when the enthusiasm of the youth encounters the wisdom of experts that is when we are creating a future that is inspiring for all of us hello and welcome to the inspiring the future podcast my name is suganya sundaram mother to a super child sales professional for 11 years and your host for this show in our show we connect with people who have been there and done that and make them share their stories strategies and best practices to help us transform our lives excel in our business or career another exciting episode lined up for you listeners today an mba from bangalore university with nearly 18 years of work experience in the corporate world his strength lies in leading corporate development efforts operational strategies and improvement initiatives to achieve defined goals and expand market share weekend sports person and a weekday workaholic with love for music and travel i think we're going to have a lot to take away from this talk show today welcome on our show shoaib rafi how are you thank you very much pleasant great so shall we get started and get to know you a little bit more yes great so i want to first thing i think the first question that i usually ask my uh, you know, whoever come lands up on this talk show is the three events that shaped you in your life like in your journey uh, to through this life till today three events that you would say that really made an impact what would it be i think the first impact that that was really impactful in my life was moving out of my hometown and making bangalore my house which happened way back in i don't really remember now i think in the 90s when i was in school that was the first one and then i think uh, the second one that really impacted me was when probably i didn't do really well in my in my boards i think that really impacted me and and the third one was when i actually got into work with the corporate world and i was exposed to what the reality is uh, what you what you really take in what you really study in a, in a in a classroom and what you really see the reality i think these three things were really like those changing factors moving from home early rejections and then actually facing the reality i think these three things have shaped my whole world so uh, moving to uh, moving to bangalore you said where uh, where is your hometown i am from srinagar oh okay and that and why was it so difficult why did you find it so tough to kind of uh, adjust into the environment here no no i am saying uh, because leaving home uh, the comfort of your parents and then uh, i was i was really young i was i, was, I think i was in my 7th grade when i moved here to bangalore so it was a complete shift like you know you know uh, being in a protected environment then and you are let out in a in an environment where you have to do everything by yourself so i think that was a change i mean it was like a change that you need to adapt at a very young age uh, where you are doing things by yourself so i think i i started learning things at a very young age so that gave me that freedom to you know to decide like when do i need to study when do i need to play i think that played a very important role in shaping my early days right so if we were to i mean these were just the three events i'm sure there are so many more that shaped you for to you know become what you are today so if we were to put everything into a book uh, what would the title be of that book and why uh, i think it'll very difficult to you know probably uh, because i am not a to be very frank with you i'm a, i'm a, i'm a work i was a working professional all these years and and uh, i think the one of the things that is very a favorite of mine is a uh, controversial child from kashmir is what i would like to call my book if i ever get to write a book because my life has been full of exciting things good things learnings um and i think what is important is rise above being a great human being i think which i probably feel that i have been i don't know if people agree agree, agree to that 
But I think, yeah, so, so a controversial child from Kashmir is what I would like to call my book. If I ever get to write a book. So I think you have the uh, topic and, and the uh, subject ready for it. So I think you're yes. ready to go. Whenever you, you start, you can. <laughs> I think I can. <laughs> Definitely. Great. So moving on, I um, before we move on to our next question, one thing uh, that I would want to speak about, I think that's something that we started discussing before we started the show, is uh, moving from a uh, working professional to being a business owner now. Uh, how has, uh, I mean, how has that uh, transition been for you? I mean, it's it's a great learning. I mean, like uh, all these years, we have been working for somebody else. Now today, I am responsible for uh, for a few things in my in the company. When it's a it's a company which is owned by a friend of mine, and we happen to be a part of that company. So there has been a lot of change that I we needed to do, like how we think. Like like for me, uh, I have always treated the companies that I have worked for is there was there was a lot of passion and a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, ownership that I had done in the past as well. So I think I am just extending that here. And here, obviously, it's lots more at stake because we have we are invested uh, heavily in the company from different uh, parameters in terms of time, in terms of money, in terms of what our commitments are. So I think it 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 changes to a large extent. And here, I think the joy of coming to a place where you know that there is more of a meaning to that whole place. I think that brings in more depth into the whole association that we have at the moment. And um, and end of the day, when when and end of the day, it's all about uh, creating those relationships that we used to do in the past, and now we're just extending it. I think it's an extension. I would just say with with more challenges, more responsibilities, and more uh, time like uh, like ours. Like there's no more a weekend and whatever. Even though I try to differentiate, you know, between a weekday and a weekend, but there are there can be calls. Like just to give you a small thing, when the whole lockdown was happening, we were on calls throughout. We were on Zoom calls throughout the whole three months yeah. and we had nothing else to do. But because this was our work, uh, probably if you're working in some company wherein you could probably take a day off. But here we were on the job all the time. So I would rather sum it up by saying it's an extension of what I was doing. Because I think I was dedicated to my profession also during my entire uh, 16, 17 years. And I think I'm just extending it and I'm enjoying it better now. Great. So I think that's wonderful <clears throat> and good luck to you uh, in your success. Thank you. So just to uh, get my listeners to know you a bit, bit more, I think uh, music and gardening is something that is your passion. So now that, of course, like you mentioned, there is uh, a less time kind of to invest into the passion aspect. Is that still going? I mean, music has been a part of my life when I was very young. And I never knew that I'm actually going to work for a music station for the, for the longest, like 12 years. And uh, that actually harnessed my entire music uh, journey which I was already a part of like I used to listen to music when I was really young and and at that time I remember my parents used to tell me that do you really understand what they are singing because it used to be predominantly English at that time and and being really young I wasn't really familiar uh, so uh, I am like yeah I really like the music and I was used to love to listen to music really loud and and it continued and today yeah fortunately or I would say unfortunately because there's not of too much of time so whatever time you get in between you know, when you are driving or, or when you are at home doing few things. So you probably listen to music here and there. And gardening, maybe yeah, a little bit. I won't say there's too much of, I don't get too much of time now on that. But I do keep in touch with that. Whenever I get time, I try to do a little bit in my, in because I live in an apartment here in Bangalore. So I, I have a small space where I have a few plants. So I try keeping them alive. So that's, that's, what, that's, my, that's my intention at the moment. Great. Excellent. 
So moving on to our next question. So we have uh, something called an XYZ factor in our show where we find out a little bit more about you through your X factor and Y factor and Z factor. Starting with your X uh, is, you know, your superpower, uh, your super strength, that one thing that someone or anyone in the world can just rely on and they know that this is the person to go to. I think uh, never give up. I think I think some of my friends will obviously uh, vouch for that. Never say never. I mean, uh, never give up. I mean, you might fail, you might fall, but you can try, keep trying. I mean, that's one of my, I think that's a superpower that you have. Like, you know, um, never get scared of anything that never get scared of failures to be, to put it in a very proper perspective. So never be scared of failures. Keep trying. And I'm sure success will happen. So that's, that's what, that's a superpower I can say. Excellent. So moving to your why factor. So what's your driving force? What keeps you running and, you know, not giving up and just uh, keep moving forward? So what makes you do that? Uh, I think uh, I love to win. I mean, uh, uh, that's my basic winning factor. But again, winning is not everything because when you're playing a sport, like because I'm a sports person and I play sport over the weekend, I like to enjoy the game. I like to enjoy the whole journey. That's more important than winning or losing. Winning and losing is a part and parcel of the game. But the journey that you take, I think that's more important. So that's the why factor. I mean, the process that you follow and then maybe sometimes you might win, maybe sometimes you might lose. But I think that's the why factor. Moving to your Z factor. So I'm sure that it's not always hunky-dory and always on a high note. So you must be having those uh, low days of yours. So how do you unwind? What makes you, you know, reboot and refresh? Uh... See, unwind, I think sometimes when I'm by myself and I think I try to evaluate what are the things that I need to do uh, that probably are not really the plus points for me. So I think one of the plus points, one of the minus points that I feel is that probably I'm not a good listener. Probably there's a lack of patience at times. So I, I try to talk to myself and see that if I had done this, probably I could have done maybe after this, what we are doing at the moment. Uh, maybe when we, once we are done with this, I would have been, oh, oh, I probably would have, should have answered it in a better way. So I try to evaluate myself and say that practice makes makes it perfect what they say. So I I I really don't have that. I really don't. Uh, I'm I don't get frustrated. I don't really show uh, it to somebody. I probably will sit with myself and evaluate these are the things that I did, and I probably can do it better in the next opportunity if I get. So that's that's what I do. So self-analyze quite a bit. Self-analyzing, yeah. Great. I think there's a lot to take away with these. Um, I think these are very important factors these days when we talk, like I mentioned to you earlier as well, we're, uh, you know, we're really wanting the, the listeners or our audience to be the millennials today and the Gen Z that we say. And for them, like all this, like the patience level, and I think all this is, is lacking somewhere uh, in them. So I think these, these would really help them to look out and, you know, kind of, get into that self-analyzing as well. Thank you. That was amazing. Before uh, we are almost close to our end, but before we get to our next question, I uh, one thing I really want to know is, uh, you know, when we're talking, you being in as, as a marketing professional for about more than what, 14, 15 years now. So is there uh, one particular, you know, uh, marketing aspect or one particular marketing strategy that you had pulled off in the last 14, 15 years, which really worked well for you? I think it's the the paradigm is changing every day. Like uh, back in the days, I think newspapers were the big things. Like uh, I remember talking to a to a to a to a publication was like getting into their office was a big thing. But today it's not the case. Today it's all digital. And uh, end of the day, today everybody has got so much of like these days. 
everybody is a professional. Like if you look at the influencers or even if you're not a professional influencer, you are influencing people. Like for example, if you are on Instagram, if you have say thousands of friends on your profile, you are influencing them. You are not getting paid for it, but you are influencing them either by putting the holiday pictures or or uh, putting the food that you eat. So everybody has gone to that game. So I think the whole uh, dynamics have changed. So now the new millennials are the other 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 driving force. So for me, the kind of work that I do at the moment, the kind of work that we do for us, it's visibility. So it's if if something that is visible can be will be appreciated by the people. And for us, what works is trials at, in the current scenario that I am in because we are in the beverage industry at the moment. So we want maximum more people to try our product, and we should be available at the point of purchase. Like for example, if you're walking into a store, they should be visible because these days the audience has a very short span of remembrance. They don't remember. They want because there are so much because you're spoiled for choice. Like if today, if I have to uh, go to a restaurant in Bangalore, there are plenty. There are so many restaurants. Back in the day when I started living in Bangalore, there were very few. Hardly you could name a few of them. So okay. we need to keep innovating. We need to keep bringing in more uh, variety in that. And giving the customer that delight. So customer delight is very important. And it's very important to keep connected with your customer at all points in, in your in your business. Talking, um, I mean, where you spoke about inspiration and, you know, in, getting uh, new inspirations to innovate, etc. So is there anyone who inspires you? Is there someone that I mean, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people don't really uh, like to accept the facts. I mean, I have been inspired by many people. Firstly, with my by my parents, and I have so many friends who I know that who have done extremely well in life, and I think they are my inspiration because uh, we started off together. Like like my current founder Ajay, he's a, he's an inspiration to me. My family is an inspiration to me. Then I have a few more other friends who have been inspiration who have done really well in different uh, phases or different um, departments or different things that they are doing in life. So so many people. So so I would say friends, family. These are the guys. I really don't look forward to any icon that. Could be there are a lot of people who look forward to people, but I feel we need to find these inspirations from a regular life that you live in, and people whom you hang out on a daily basis. Um, I think these are the inspirations that have driven me till now. Great, I think that's really amazing to, I mean, to actually walk through life and, and take those inspirations from different people. Yeah. So before we end the show, this is something that I always ask, uh, you know, everyone that what is that one growth hack that you would like to give our audience to the millennials who are listening in? how they can shape their dreams into reality. I think um, what we need to keep in mind is consistency is very important in life. Consistency and persistence. Like these are the two things that I think we should build our life. It could be your personal life or it could be your professional life. These two things, if you are consistent and persistent, because a lot of people probably peak in their, in their lives and then they have a fall. That's what we need to avoid. We need to make sure that if we are doing something, we need to be consistent. Uh, if these two things are looked after i think success money um, peace of mind i think all these things will probably follow and these are the i think this is this is what i i i this is my point of view and then youngsters also look for immediate gratification these days i think that's something that they should not look at they should look at long term they should because what life we have lived like we are, we are in our early 40s they are either in their early 20s they need to make sure that they will go through the same phase that we have gone through right now but now things are more competitive, uh, much more easily available. Like back in our days, there was no internet. I mean, if you had to look for something today, you can just, you know, just Google it and it's it's at your fingertip. So I think that's what I would say the hack for, from, from my point of view. Very true. I think that's very, very important. And, and for my listeners, I would want to say that 
if you want an inspiration to uh, rely on this consistency and persistence, I think Shoaib would be the one to look up to. So thank you so much, Shoaib. I think it was an thank excellent, you very much. excellent interview. And I think uh, our listeners would have a lot to take away from this. Thank you very much. Looking forward to meeting you sometime very soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you.